Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star in the co- in the podcasting space on the line this week. And I know I say every week we have, you know, a, a rock star, but this person actually is a rock star when it comes to podcasting. He's one of the, the foremost experts out there in terms of creating a podcast, in terms of growing that podcast audience, in terms of monetizing that podcast audience. He knows every trick in the book. So without further ado, let me introduce from the Podcasting Business School podcast, uh, Adam. Adam, how are you? Jono, I am fine, my friend. I'm excited to be here to all the course creator community members out there. Uh, hold on tight. This is going to be a high energy episode. I know John always brings it, but I'm going to try to match his energy as best that I can. And we're going to talk about all things podcasting and why you should be uh, looking into that. So yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. Let, let's go, Jono. I'm excited too. And I just actually learned an important lesson then for all the listeners. Um, if you've got someone on your podcast, make sure to ask how to pronounce their surname before when you were doing that little bit before because I'm just about to introduce and I see the surname and I'm like I've got two choices I can either just um completely butcher that surname or not bring it up so that's that's your I'm first used to it to- <laughs> I'm very used to it there are lots of vowels you know how it is like you, you have a difficult uh yep. last I'm, name there's lots I'm Greek. of Greek you know, I get it <laughs> yeah so uh the correct pronunciation of my last name is Shibley um and you would never i tell people to yeah. not look at the letters <laughs> don't look at the letters it's it will just confuse you so yeah adam shively it's it's german lots of vowels uh if you need to buy a vowel i've got plenty and uh, <laughs> otherwise otherwise you know I, I just usually roll with adam that's that's why when i introduce myself on my show i'm like it's your buddy adam i don't go it's Adam Shibley that yeah, you'll yeah, never yeah. be able to spell or find on social media. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I do sometimes. That's where Gary V's got it well, you know? It's kind of like if you've yeah. got a name like that, I should have just been John O.P. But um, John just for, for the listeners as well, if you want to connect with Adam, best place is to check out his podcast, which is Podcasting Business School. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, before we dive into the actual tip, Adam, I have obviously, you know, I obviously follow you. I listen to your podcast. I've been on a call with you. I've been on your podcast. So I know very well what it is you do. For the listeners out there, do you want to let us know what it is you do and how did you get into it? Yeah. So with Podcasting Business School, kind of my elevator pitch is that uh, I help frustrated podcasters that are tired of hearing the crickets and ready to make some money, uh, even if they don't have a large audience, even if they don't want to have sponsorships. That's kind of my wheelhouse. And I got into the space. I actually have a fitness background uh, like you. So like yes. I... I um, you know, was uh, in university for a strength training degree and background. I started working with athletes. I started my own gym back in 2009 and I owned my own fitness facility for 10 years. But as I started doing that, I just, I started listening to podcasts and I actually launched my first health podcast back in 2015. And then I started figuring out what different ways to monetize. It took me a while to figure it out, but I eventually did. And I started creating online memberships and courses and all the things that we do, coaching, consulting. And I started having other health podcasters going, Hey man, 
Can you help me launch a podcast? Can you help me figure out how to make money as this podcasting thing? It's a whole new stream of revenue. And then I started figuring out that, man, I can really make more money being a consultant versus being a dollar per hour personal trainer or somebody that, you know, I was a gym owner with 30 employees and they were driving me crazy. And I was like, this podcasting thing, it's, it's very collaborative, you know, fitness, as you know, is very, it can get nasty with competition. So I kind of fell out of love with that, fell into love with podcasting and everything evolved where my health show, eventually I sold that and I went all in with podcasting business school where I teach podcasters how to launch, grow and monetize. So that's, that's kind of the, the short evolution of 2015 to 2022. I love it. Well, let's speak about, before we get into the tips again, let's speak about the why, because everyone listening to this, Adam, they've obviously heard of podcasts. Someone's probably told them before it's a good idea to to get a podcast together. A lot of people want to get a podcast together. That's one of the most common questions I get, you know, hey, Jono, should I put a podcast together? Um, but in saying that, they've probably also heard you need a TikTok, you need Facebook group, you need Instagram, you need YouTube. So, I might even play a little bit of devil's advocate here, but let's start with your opinion, Adam. Who should a course creator put a podcast together? And I get the answer is obviously going to be it depends, right? So I'm going to hand it over to you here. Who should? Who yeah. shouldn't? Why should you? Why shouldn't you? Okay, so one of the greatest mistakes that people make is lumping podcasting in with social media marketing. Like Ooh. I put out a podcast episode, like I put up a TikTok post, or I put up an Instagram post. It's different. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. And this will help clarify who should and who shouldn't do this. So the superpower of a podcast where it is 100% unique is that it's a marketing form where you can insert your content into people's life routines mm. because they can consume it while they're doing other things because yes. it's audio. So they can listen to the the Course Creators Community podcast at one and a half speed while they're working out, while they're driving their kids to school, while they're walking their dog, while they're making breakfast. And no one does that with like a blog or mm. email marketing. Like, oh, John, <laughs> have a car, sends have out a car a crash if you do, right? Yeah, you just yeah exactly. You read your emails while you're driving. I've got to check John's email. It's Wednesday at 7 a.m. And I'm, <laughs> you know, like that just doesn't happen. Nobody sets their schedule to your TikTok feed. Mm. You know, it's like 7 a.m. Got to check John's TikTok. No, they're not going to do that. And that's okay. But like with podcasting, people listen to their favorite shows on a certain day Mm. at a specific time while they're doing a specific thing. Mm. And we become a part of that routine, which is powerful because now we're that little voice of consistent reason that's in their earbuds. And as long as we don't mess it up and stop releasing consistent content and disrupt that pattern, we're there. And that push notification comes out, new episode of podcasting business school about X, Y, Z. And we've got a shot to stay in that listening routine where, again, with email marketing, depending on open rate, like it's crazy. Jono and I are going to high five if 70% of the people that we send emails to don't even open it. You know, like 30% open rate. Yes. Good. Yeah. Like we're, we're psyched about it. <laughs> yeah. And with podcasting, if somebody hits subscribe, that, that push notification shows up every single episode. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful as well. So it's a leveled up form of marketing where you can build true relationships, have real expert positioning and pull people into your world. And if you're a a service provider, like which is my kind of wheelhouse, if you have programs, products, and services, AKA courses, um, 
this is this is just a giant opportunity. So I actually steer people away from having sponsors. I think sponsors are, I've had them and they're mm. a pain in, mm. in the backside. And if, if you sell programs, products and services, I'm like, you have to at least explore my methodology around podcasting because you could be leaving six figures plus on the table if you don't. So that's, that's the way I kind of like to define it and say, who should really look at this? Who shouldn't? Um, so that, does that kick off that edge of the conversation properly for you, Jono? Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're saying everyone, is there anyone like now we're speaking just course creators, right? Like if yeah, someone, yeah. would you recommend, is there a reason for someone not to have a podcast if they're a course creator? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. I mean, if you have a program, product, or service, I feel like that is a valid reason because we reverse engineer that and we go, who does your program, product, or service serve? Mm. Uh, What is a topic that we could cover and teach on regularly uh, with solo episodes? And you know, I'm a big fan of coaching style episodes. I do podcast audits with Jono came on my show and did, uh, I, I release those every Friday. So I make my, my ideal potential clients slash my audience members, a part of my show. So you don't even have to do interviews of guests. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a giant mistake in podcasting is if you're trying to sell something, people that only do interviews, you're interviewing the expert, you aren't viewed as the expert and that could hurt your expert positioning. So when you try to open enrollment for your course and you've never done a solo episode or never demonstrated your expertise sales probably won't be that good. So mm-hmm. there's specific ways to do it, but so that would be somebody that if you only want to do interviews, maybe I wouldn't have you do a podcast. If, you, if your ultimate goal is to sell your courses, but if you're open to coaching, sell episodes, doing some solo episodes, then for sure. Um, but otherwise like, you know, certain people, I mean, certain people just do it for the art of it and they see Mm -hmm. it as a creative outlet, like painting or, Mm -hmm. you know, writing poems or singing or whatever. And that's cool too. But if you are really in it to to sell something, I think it's very worth your time and effort. So yes, all course creators should at least consider a podcast. Yes, I agree. I'll share a couple of things that I like about podcasts or that I, uh, a couple of reasons why I recommend course creators should. So number one, it's like, and we'll get into this as well. It's like, I mean, for me, I think it's super easy to start a podcast, but I feel for other people, they look at it, oh man, podcast, it's a lot of work. I got to do this, 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 and this. It's in the too hard basket. So I'm not going to do it. Right. That can be a win though, because if if 90% of people like, oh, that's too hard. I'm not going to do it. or I'm never going to do it. Great. If you can be that 10% that actually does it, it puts you a front. You know, and, and look, it's a little bit harder than creating a TikTok account or an Instagram account or a Facebook group, but it's not massively harder. I'm sure we'll chat about this as well. So I think that's one thing to listen to, to um, think about as a course creator, right? It's like, you'll be jumping that instead of trying to compete with every asshole on TikTok and Instagram, 
you're only competing with the the 10% there. Another thing that I found, and you might know these stats better than me, I subscribe to a handful of podcasts, Adam. You know, I follow a thousand people on Instagram. You know, I got 5,000 friends on, on Facebook. I listen to 10, I've subscribed to 10 podcasts. I probably only listen to six or seven of them. So I feel it's a, um, there's less competition there as well. If you can get started in someone, you're only competing against five other people as opposed to, you know, a thousand. Did you happen to have those stats or or what, what's your oh, take yes. on that? Of course I do, Jono. <laughs> I'm, I'm a stat nerd when it comes to podcasting and new stats just came out. So a new report just came out to, and we need to, we need to compare total podcast to blogs and YouTube channels. All okay. right. Because this will really put it in perspective. So right now uh, there've been 4 million podcasts that have been launched, which is still compared to, to YouTube channels. Like the last, mm. I think there's 9 million something plus YouTube channels that were active in blogs. It's like double that. So yeah. um, 4 million. So still not too bad. Way, way mm. less than half of YouTube channels. But when you go, how many of those 4 million have more than 10 episodes and have released any, any content at all in the last 10 days? So more than 10 episodes yeah. and release anything in the last yeah. 10 days, it goes down to 155,000 podcasts. Yeah, wow. So there are 4 million podcasts. There are about 150,000 people podcasting uh, consistently. Yeah, And that's what you just said, like, the competition is so much lower and you win the game, not by necessarily being the best. It's about figuring out your niche, sticking with it, continuously getting better and just outlasting all the people that don't take it seriously. And that's what mm -hmm. I did for the last seven years. My first show was terrible. Like I had these weird sound effects, My you'll love this channel. My first, my very first audience engagement, my very first subscriber for my health podcast, I almost killed them with the sound effects. So, uh, <laughs> I, I get an email that says, love your show, but dot, dot, dot. And I thought I was adding a cool, I found the sound effect that sounded like somebody like a CrossFit gym where you drop the barbell and it makes the big like, oh, yeah. banging. Like, and I was like, mic drop, barbell drop, perfect ending to my show. But I didn't understand audio leveling. So I'm yeah. clipping along at this audio volume level and my you know barbell dropping sound effect was like 10X that. And the person that my very first audience engagement email ever love the show, but dot, dot, dot. Can you take the loud noise off the end? I almost <laughs> wrecked my car and died. Uh, I was like, so they're driving along and then, and I almost killed my first uh, podcast super fan. So don't do that. But it's just, uh, I mean, the podcasting space, it's prime and ready yeah. for action. We, and if I can go from that, to consistently making six, being able to pay myself six figures, working three days a week by being a podcaster. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And a seven year journey, but that's kind of the point of my show is I try to teach people how to get there a little bit faster than seven years. And even if it does take seven years, that's still a pretty good result. Yes. And the, the other thing I like about podcasts, well, you touched on it where it was inserting in people's lives. Um, the thing I like, I, I find the, the important thing there as well, is it's such a long form content right? Like to put it in perspective, I do kind of scroll my social media the same. I won't check the one person's thing, but I'll jump on social media, you know, eight o'clock every night, see what's going on. Um, but I'm scrolling through a hundred people's things. Whereas if it's a podcast, it's the one person's thing. And I'll listen to that. Like what I'm a driving podcast guy. 
You know, I'm like, right, you know, I'm going to drive. Let me put a podcast on. And it's 30, 40, maybe even an hour with just that that one person there. So it allows such a, a deep dive. Um, but all right. So I think we've sold people on why they should have a podcast. Uh, let's talk about, let's, let's start right from the beginning. Let's say someone doesn't have a podcast at the moment. They've been thinking about it and they're like, right. You know, I'm finally ready to go. Um, the first thing they, they're obviously going to do is subscribe to Podcasting Business School. The second thing they're probably going to do is hire Adam as a consultant, so they get off to the um, to the to, to the right foot. Uh, but let's say they they don't do those two things yet, or they're going to do that next month. What's maybe your best two or three tips, Adam, that someone should do if they want to start a podcast like the next couple of weeks? Yeah. So normally, the first step that I, I teach people is to find the why behind the show, like. And there are three whys. One would be to grow an existing brand or business. So some uh, people, maybe you are a chiropractic doctor and you want to start creating online courses and programs. You kind of want to expand your brand into the online space. That would be cool. Uh, that's a reason to, to have a podcast. Another one is to create something totally different in the online space, which was what I did with podcasting business school. Nothing existed. I had no brick and mortar, no branding, no nothing. Something totally new and different. And that is a valid why. The other why is that creative outlet, like I talked about earlier, like having just, you know, that creative outlet. So it seems like most of your audience is let's uh, grow a brand. Yeah. Let's, you know, create they've online probably, entrepreneurship. They've probably, already got a, they've probably already got a course. And their, their yep. why is probably like, will this podcast help me sell more of these courses? Yes. E exactly. Either directly or either indirectly. Exactly. So then we want to re uh, reverse engineer that and go, okay who is the ideal client for my course? Like, who mm -hmm. am I trying to impact with that? And then how do I create a show that pulls them in that they become obsessed with and they become super fans with? And I get opportunities to build relationships as often as I want to with my ideal potential clients for these courses and build that community in mass and in a highly leveraged way. So we go, okay, um, I know who I'm trying to impact. There are, the next decision is usually what types of episodes do I want to do and kind of map some of that out. And I do this 52 week or 52 episode, which is a 52 week challenge because of the stat that I just told you, like 4 million mm -hmm. podcasts, 155,000 actually podcasting. I go, all right, my goal for all my clients, everybody listens to my show. If you're just launching, I need you to get to episode 52 Yeah, because that is one episode per week for one year. If yeah. you do that, you will win the game. You will yeah. learn so much. Uh, you got to keep a low pressure, low stress attitude and learn how to podcast in 52 episodes. Uh, just tweak, rebrand, rename, we'll do whatever you got to do, but just keep going. And we go, okay, so I got to map out 52 episodes. So then we look at the different types of, of, of episodes we can do. So we've got interviews, obviously. We've got solo episodes. Uh, we've got coaching style episodes. Let's just look at those three. So let's say that every other week you wanted to do an interview. So then with our list, we go, all right, who are 26 people that I know or that I would like to know to bring on my show and interview? So maybe you're an expert in whatever, whatever niche and you have some connections that you've spoke on stages with, or maybe you've been on their show or whatever. It's going to be fairly easy. People, I know, authors whose books you read, other podcasters that are in your niche. Yeah, uh, inviting one. people on your show is a great way to get to know people. Like mm. I've pulled some way bigger fish than I've ever deserved to get on my show yeah. uh, and had hour long conversation with them for free. 
yeah. like Michael Hyatt and you know, Gretchen oh, Rubin. Wow. These are two, two of my favorite authors. Yeah. They said yes. The first time I asked them to come on my show, I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, so 26 person list of potential interview candidates. The other list we're going to split into 13 and 13. So 13 solo topics that you could teach on. If you have a course, uh, you've already got yeah. the topics, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's basically the stuff that you're teaching in your course, just yeah. the appetizer. Yeah. And don't feel like you need to hold anything back. Like the secret sauce, I give away everything I know for free. People mm -hmm. pay me to help them implement correctly. And yeah. the secret sauce and secret herbs and spices that are only in my head, that comes out in a paid one-on-one -on -one format or my, my yeah. courses, my, my group coaching. So um, 13 topics you can drop solo episodes on. And then I want you to invite 13 of your listeners onto your show for a coaching style episode or a consulting style episode where mm -hmm. whatever the topic is of your, of your main offer, create uh, like, so with me, uh, I do podcast audits and I help people uh, level up with podcast audience engagement, monetization, and download growth. Cause those are the, the three pain points that people pay me to solve. So what are the pain points in your niche that people will pay you to solve? create a consulting style episode, put a call to action up on your, on your show, invite your audience up onto your show. And you'll start converting not only those people into paying your clients, but it levels up your expert positioning uh, with everybody that's uh, listening in as well. So that's the next decision. And we map out that 52 week format that gives people enough confidence to go, you know what, now all I have to do is show up and mm -hmm. we'll figure out the order of how we do it all and all that stuff. But that's usually the thing. They're like, people are really scared about running out of stuff to say, Jono. And you know, yeah. as well as I, yeah, it's not a thing. Well, we always can find people to talk to yeah. you never run out of people, things to say. Yeah. And when you get, you know, multi hundred episodes deep, like I just released episode 307 today of podcasting business school. I can go back to some of those initial episodes, yeah. dust them off, tweak them, tweak that content and re-release because not everybody's going to go back and listen to all of the yeah. content so well, well there's a couple things there it's like with, with that point there i feel like you know 300 episodes ago a guy like you you probably doubled your audience you know so there's gonna be you know half the people haven't heard that one secondly yeah. 300 episodes ago you're probably a different man since then you know you've learned exactly. a few different things you know the technology might have changed you know you may have read a few new books you know whatever it may be even though it's the same topic it could be completely different and then on top of that as well even if someone did Right, the amount, of, and I'll use this as an example as well. I can't remember when I, I was I was on your podcast. Right, might have been six months, a year ago, you know. And like you mentioned, the the coaching call because I was the the coaching client on there. And just now you've said it again, and I'm like, you know what? I really got to do that on my podcast. It's not new. It's not new info. I only heard it six months ago, but just hearing it again has kind of motivated me to do it. You know, so that's the other thing. Even if someone did listen to it a year ago, six months ago, two years ago, maybe they forgot it. Or maybe they just need another reminder to, to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like, that's one of the, honestly, when I talk to people that have, I, I you know, I call it podcrastinating. Uh, they haven't launched their show yet. I'm they say this over and over again. I'm afraid of running out of things to say or people to talk to. I'm like, don't worry. We, that's why we do the 52 week thing. That way you've got a year to figure it out and you can always stay ahead of the game. And that just, it's just a confidence builder. It's that nudge that most people need and they see that and they go, okay, so now all I have to do is figure out the tech and, and show up. Okay, cool. And so that's honestly, you figure out your why behind the show, do that 52 week ep uh, episode content exercise. And then we start 
actually learning the tech and recording. And there's a million different options on that. I keep things pretty, pretty low budget. I tell people if, you're, if you have $500 to invest buy the $97 microphone and invest the other 400 and getting some consulting on making sure you do it right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that way you don't have to pay tip. for rebranding down the road or, and stuff like that. That's so, a good, yeah. well, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Adam. So you've mentioned okay. those kind of coaching episodes that you do. If someone's listening to this podcast, are they able to reach out to you and say, Hey, I've got a podcast. Can I, you know, get one of these, these calls and be on your show? Yeah, of course. And, you know, just go to my website, podcastingbusiness.school. And uh, I've, I've got the simplest, I've even re-simplified my website since you were on my website six months ago, Jono. There is now one video and three buttons. Uh, so that's all you can do on my, on my website. But one of the buttons is all my free stuff. Just click on that and sign up for a podcast audit. There's a little bit of a wait list. Uh, you know, we're recording this in October and I've got you know, people booking into 2023 right now with, for podcast audits. So that's how cool it is mm. where my listeners love this option so much. They're booking out five months in advance just to get a spot to come on the show and do that. And that's called building super fans. So yeah. Like, and imagine, so this is really going to put Jono on the spot now since he put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> like imagine if Jono creates something that's like pinpoint focus, you get to name the one thing the one stumbling block, the roadblock, the thing that you just can't figure out that's stuck, that's got you stuck between what you've created and actually making money and getting it out there. And you get to deep dive with Jono on this show for 15, 20, 25 minutes. You're going to freak out about it. So make sure that you DM Jono and send him messages on wherever you hang out on social media and be like, do the coaching thing, Jono, the thing that Adam said, hashtag the thing that Adam said. Uh, like that's, that's what we need to do. We need to peer pressure, Jono, because this will be, this will be great content. Yeah. Yeah. And let's break that down a bit more. And also for everyone listening, Adam is being serious. If you DM me on Instagram or Facebook, I'll get you on on the show and and I'll just explain a little bit more because that was groundbreaking to me. That's probably the biggest takeaway or one of those. I got so many takeaways from that call, but that was probably the biggest one there. So I just want to explain it to the listeners a little bit more um, from someone that's kind of been on the other end of it. Essentially what Adam does is he'll get one of his listeners on his podcast and it'll be like a, like a, a breakthrough call, but it does a few different things. Number one, it's great content. So people listening to it, are just like, you, you get your own, like, cause I listened to an episode before I went on there. And I was like, oh, that's a good tip. Oh, that's a good tip. Oh, that's a good tip. Because listening to someone else get coached, you kind of get tip get tips as the listener. So it's great for Adam's listeners. On top of that, it's great for the actual guest on the, the podcast because they're getting individualized um, advice and they can ask a question and go deeper and go deeper and go deeper. So it's great for that person there. Uh, but it also kind of doubles up as a sales call. Because at the end of it, it's it pretty much is a sales call. It's like a good sales call where you're giving the person value. And then off air, you're essentially like saying, hey, so did you like it? If you want to buy it, great. Here you go. If you don't, totally cool. You know, it was a good episode. You got some values. We built some trust. So it's it's such a good way to do it. And it's almost, it's it's doubling up where your sales call becomes your content as well. So it's like, yeah, it's amazing. Um, it makes anyways, a lot of sense. It's really, really smart. I, and I've never seen anyone do it. Some of the other things that um, that podcasters teach about are pretty common, you know? Hey, give it a good title, you know? Hey, get your ideal right. listener, you know? Like, yeah, of course, you know, it's good stuff. You need to have it. You need to have a good microphone. Yeah, you, you need to know all that stuff. But like, that's one thing that's so unique to you that I've never heard 
or even seen anyone else do it. You know, not not that I subscribe to anyway. Uh, but hey, I, I want to move on because I know you've got so much um, knowledge there, Adam. And also, I, we probably won't get into the actual tech and the how-to on this episode because I think that's easier to find online. I'm a I'm a I'm a Buzzsprout guy. I think you are as well. Are you still on Buzzsprout? I, I do Libsyn, but Buzzsprout and Libsyn are very similar. And yeah, all the hosting services, th those are the top two that I recommend for sure. Yeah. Well, even if, if you go on YouTube and just type in like, you know, how to start a podcast Buzzsprout, they've got like a free course on there that shows you how to do it all on Buzzsprout and all that sort of stuff. So for the listeners, if you don't have one yet, you know, that's probably where you can go if you want to, you know, start there. Um, but let's speak to the next level of people, Adam, because there's a lot of people on here that do have a podcast, um, but they've got a handful of listeners. And that's one thing that's, I would say, I don't want to say a down point, but I'll say that's, that's one thing that maybe is a little bit harder with podcasts and with other social media platforms. It can be a little bit harder to grow organically. You know, if you're on an Instagram or a TikTok, you know, take some reels, use some hashtags, you know, it, you can kind of grow easier organically. It's a little bit harder on podcasts. You got to be a little bit more strategic. So have you got like two or three tips for, for any listeners that um, have a podcast, but don't have a, a big following yet? Yes. So John, what John just said, everybody, this, they listen in, like, listen to what I'm about to say this is going to be harder and you're not going to get that mm -hmm. instant gratification you'll get on social media. Mm -hmm. Just like what Jono said, like if you're used to that and you really kind of get off on that, this will be a harder yeah. road to walk. That's why I'm still standing when a lot of people that launched shows when I launched back in 2015, didn't get past episode 10. Yeah. Um, so again, you have to be willing to look at this differently than social media and go, okay, I'm willing to play the long game. Cause I saw it. I saw these people that are building massive communities and it was leveraged. And then when it's time to come in and open the card on something, they crushed it. And you know, you, you build it and they will come like that's, that's how, but it takes mm. time to figure out and build. So uh, if you have a smaller audience, like with, with podcasting business school, I started with zero email list in that space, yeah. zero social media, zero listeners and I've built it up where I don't have the biggest show in the world or anything like that, but it pays all the bills. And I work three yeah. days a week. And like last week, I think we did 10,000 downloads in a week. And I was like, I'm yeah, very wow. proud of that. And like, all right, yeah. that's super cool. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, you don't have to be the biggest dog mm -hmm. on the block to, to make money as a podcaster. So if you've already launched the, the, honestly, the thing that's holding most people back from any organic reach is the name of their show. Yeah. Like the, the most powerful search engine optimization factor we have with podcasts is the name of yeah. the show and people get way too creative yeah. with their names. Like yeah. I've rebranded every show that I've ever launched one of them twice. So I've launched three shows. I've rebranded four times. I'm, a, I'm not, that's not a very good batting average. So, yeah. uh, but it's just part of it. Yeah. But like right now, if you search podcasting tips or how to make money with a podcast, I'm showing up everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I learned that lesson, but most people, you know, they go into Apple, they're not searching for Johnny's awesome podcast yeah. or the thinking show or like yeah. all these like obscure titles. That's just like, can I, can I give a good one, Adam? Can I, I got a yes, good one here. So please. my, my friend is a, like a, a finance guy, right? And he's got a, um, uh, he's got a, 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 like a company called Python wealth, right? Like the snake, right? Um, so he called his show the snake pit, right? 
That's clear. It's clear. It's clever. It's cute. It's creative, right? But no finance people are, are typing in snake pit when they're, you know, you're going to get snake enthusiasts on your podcast, you know? And yeah. I don't know the crossover between financial gurus and snake enthusiasts, but I would say it's probably not that a big one, you hilarious. know? <laughs> yeah. So what I tell podcasters is you need to correctly name your show. If you already launched it, then you probably need to rebrand it. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about it because you probably don't have that many listeners anyway if you, yeah. <laughs> you didn't hit the SEO. Uh, but like course creators community, yeah. What I like about that is I, with a name, with a good name, I want one part keywords for the SEO and one part identifying terms. So yeah. when people, the SEO works. So if people search podcasting tips, my show will be put up on Apple Podcasts with like 20 other shows, all the little art, you know, you see all yeah. the different images. But when they see podcasting business school, if they are all interested in making money with, with the podcast, I've got a shot. Yeah. If it said... Adam's cool show, no shot. Yeah. No, no, the snake pit, no shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we want both of those terms. You have that with your name. Like you, people know who this is for yeah. and who it's not for. Yeah. And that's very important. So honestly, that is the number one mistake I see podcasters making when they're like, I'm hearing crickets, I'm not growing, nobody is listening, especially none of my ideal clients. You have to ask people that are buying your courses send a freaking survey to them, please. And go, I'm thinking about creating a, 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 a podcast in our niche. If you were looking for a podcast in this niche, what search terms would you put in Apple podcasts? And then take that survey and go, what are the common mm -hmm. words here? And how do I get these in the name of my freaking show? Yeah. And that's super important. And then if you can create identifying terms, like, you know, uh, the 40 plus female entrepreneur or, gotcha. you know, uh, like, like those identifying like who this is for, who it isn't for. Um, that's going to really, really help. So once you do that, it's going to help tremendously. Like I, my original name for my show was casting the pod, a play on words, yeah. Jono. Yeah. Casting clever. the pod, zero <laughs> SEO, clever. Yeah. I was but witty. Zero Nobody, SEO. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, it was an inside joke that no one got, but me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Once I switched it to podcasting business school, my downloads had quadrupled in yeah. like a matter of weeks and yeah. then off, off she goes and all the right people are finding me now and all my best clients are finding me. So it's extremely important. Once we get past that, the next thing that I really encourage people to do is really look to build super fans. Mm. So before we do Facebook ads and Instagram ads, we actually take advantage of being smaller and getting a few DMs and we can answer our own yeah. DMs and we get a few emails. We can answer our own emails, yeah. but try to build a super fan. One super fan is worth 10 passive podcast listeners. Mm. So that's a, a nice little uh, uptick with our, our uh, investment, uh, you know, a return on investment there. So if somebody DMs you on Instagram, shower them with love and be like, listen, yeah. I appreciate you for that, that message. Uh, here's an answer to whatever you said. If you, I've got an episode on that. If you haven't listened to this one, definitely check it out and just look for opportunities to pull them into your world. That's why I do a monthly, uh, I throw a monthly party for my podcast audience and we release it as an episode. I call it the Pod Pals Zoom Party. And I name my community, the Pod Pals and, you know, like all that thing, like bring your listeners onto your show. And another thing that I'm doing right now, Jono, uh, hopefully you're taking notes on this. I think you could crush it with this one as well is I used a little app called SpeakPipe, which is free, SpeakPipe. And I'm having my listeners record 
their uh, a 30 second audio clip. I give them a little template. I let them shout out their podcast. Then I ask them to make an episode recommendation of my show, like their favorite episode and what they learned. And I play those at the end of my show now where I, I sign off and then they're like, this is Jono from the Course Creators Community Podcast. I love episode 189 about social media marketing That's for podcasters sick. because of blah, blah, blah. And what that does, and I can already see Jono's wheels turning. I'll go back so and you, listen to You all part. are in trouble. Yeah. You all are in trouble now. <laughs> so when people, when that happens, people will go and listen to that yeah. because it was recommended. It wasn't yeah. me, even though it was nothing was sold. If yeah. I pitch an episode recommendation that comes across one way, when a listener pitches an episode recommendation, totally different. And I know yeah. if I can get people to start binging on my show, I've got them. They're in my yeah. world. There's just, I've got a solid chance that they'll eventually level up into that client spot. So and That's, that'll probably uh, help with the algorithm as well, right? If if someone's oh, listening yeah. to three or four episodes at a time, chances are, oh, yeah. you know, Apple and Spotify are gonna, you know, show show other people who are similar to them and and that sort yes. of stuff too. Yes, and just another, I know we're I'm getting long winded all these tips. But I got a lot of tips. I I can't help but but show them. Uh, so one quick thing that I know helps. Uh, there is a seventy two hour algorithmic marketing window. Oh, yeah. All right. So when you release new content onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you drive traffic to that podcast app within the first 72 hours, that episode is out in the wild, they will show your show to more people. Yeah. So and a lot of podcasters spread their marketing out over a week if they release yeah. one episode per week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead, I want to jam it all in those first 72 hours. I, I, I challenge my clients and my listeners to release five unique marketing assets per episode within 72 hours. So that could be a TikTok video, an Instagram reel, uh, an audio grade, story, um, maybe uh, Instagram yeah. story, Facebook yeah. story, Facebook Even post, like LinkedIn a post, newsletter post, all that stuff, email. And yeah. So five unique assets within 72 hours, really spread it out there, but kind of condensed. Um, and it really works. And I've got clients that are like, this is stupid. I just, condensed everything from seven days to three days and i doubled my downloads i'm like yeah that's yeah. called the algorithm and they these platforms love it when we drive people to their to their platform and they reward us for it so there, there's sexy. a couple a couple things there i think well a big takeaway i got from that from hearing it from you as well is like i wasn't really posting a lot on social i was just kind of like ah whatever i put on apple and spotify and let that take care of itself but it's kind of like with any social media platform, you need to do, a, in my experience, you need to do a bit of hard work at the start. You kind of need to be, I mean, yes, it would be great if you just magically got all these listeners or followers from, from nowhere, but how it usually works on podcasts and social media is the original traffic is people you sort of brought to it, you know? So if you yeah. listen to this and you got a podcast, you know, hey, give a bit, of, give it a bit of a push on your own social. Even that, even if it's not in the first seventy-two hours, just in general, give it a push. If you're releasing a podcast, get it out there on your own socials. That's your your best um thing to start with. And then obviously, as Adam said, if you are going to push it on your socials, don't spread it out over a week or two weeks or whatever. Condense it there. So yeah. great tips there, Adam. Now let's talk about the monetization part. So let's say there's someone listening to this and they're like, Adam, I've got a podcast. It's up, it's running. I know how to podcast. I'm getting listeners, but I'm making little to no money from it. What are some tips on how someone can can start to get some revenue from their podcast? Well, we've already touched on it, and but I'll give you an example with the coaching style episodes because I've got, I, I regularly see my clients and people that I'm really digging in the weeds with with this 
that have an 80% plus closing ratio of anybody that sits in that guest chair. So one of my clients, she has such, she's got a $2,000 plus offer, 80% closing rate. Anybody that does that, that coaching style episode with her. So she quit doing interviews and solo episodes. That's all that she does. (laughs) She spends, she spends, you know, as she'll do as many of these as she can. She just keeps releasing more and more episodes. She's like, every time I I turn on the mic, I'm making money. And it's not necessarily just because she's closing those people. So I've been releasing podcast audit episodes for a year and a half now. And I have listeners that have listened to dozens, if not hundreds of those. So those people will definitely, they're primed to buy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's like um I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. And my favorite part of Tony Robbins stuff is his interventions. It's just kind of like there's a massive difference between hearing someone just like talk and present and hearing someone like answer the questions live. There's like a different level if they can answer those questions live. There's kind of like a different you're like, okay, this person knows his his or her stuff. Oh yeah. And and it's expert positioning. Yeah. Like I said, if you only do interviews, the other person that you're always interviewing is the expert. You're just that expert interviewer, you know? Yeah. And you're like, but I have this amazing course and then no one buys it. And I'm like, well, you know, that's because you're not the expert in their eyes. So just you showing off your stuff. And so here's a, another great example on my show. I suck at sales, John. like, I need to have you coach me on how to sell stuff. Uh, like it's, I don't like doing it. I'm uncomfortable. I get awkward. I'm that football player that fumbles on the five yard line. I'm like, Oh, and let me do something weird and really screw this up. Uh, so the thing I love about these coaching style episodes is people have listened to so many of my podcast audits. It's almost like just a coronation of like, they know they're going to come in and buy something from me when yeah. they, and they sign up for this. They're crossing the finish line about, I would say 25% of the time before we start recording, they go, Hey, just so you know, I want to get signed up for your coaching program uh, after we're done. Uh, just save some time at the end. They're telling me this before we yeah, start doing these sessions. So good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm awesome at sales. You know, like, <laughs> and then we're, or they'll bring it up during the actual episode. I'm like, let's not talk about that right now. It makes it weird. <laughs> um, so let's save that for later. So like they're bringing it up to me more you know, more often than if I'm doing traditional sales calls. So that just shows you the power. And like you said earlier, we got to create content anyway. Yeah. And we're doing sales calls anyway. Yeah. But we do both at the same time and build real relationships with people. Not everybody buys, but I'm very top of mind. If, if yeah. they come on and do, and I add value, if they do one of those episodes and I really over deliver, like, like you and I have stayed connected since you came on the show Yeah, and yeah. we bounce Instagram ideas back and forth and, you know, I'm on your show. I'll probably have you back on my show to talk about selling courses and all that stuff. Like Can't. that's the power, you know, well, I'll tell you the, there's, there's a couple of things with that. A, it just saves time instead. Like you have to do a podcast episode anyway. Why not make it a sales call as well and let everyone benefit too. And all the other advantages, but also what I've found with sales in general, if I do a consult with someone and they don't buy, they are super likely to buy later on via email marketing or webinars or that kind of thing. They're like, whenever I send out an email or do a webinar and I see the list of buyers, it's like, man, these are people that didn't buy six months ago. And they've just, you know, they got value from that, that call. And then here they are six months later or whatever. So 
as long as it's the right people, it's very rarely a, a waste of time and it makes your other marketing strategies better as well. So love that. But hey, Adam, we're, we're running a, a bit short on time. So there's just a few questions I always like to finish up with. The first one is just if people listening to this, they're like, okay, this guy is cool. I want to you know, follow him. I want to subscribe to his podcast. I'm guessing the, the best thing is to subscribe to the podcasting business school. Yeah. Yeah. Dive in wherever you enjoy audio, podcasting business school and start binge listening. Now, I will give you, if you want an episode recommendation to start with, start with episode 280. I started a, a little workshop series that's all about, um, you know, it, it, I call it the podcasting success timeline. So I walk people through on how to create a business around their show. So that'll be ideal for this audience as course creators. So uh, if you're into selling programs, products, and services, start with episode 280, uh, go through episode 284. It's a five-part series. I think it'll serve you very well. Check it out wherever you listen to audio. Awesome. Well, Adam, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through for today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with? Man, uh, you asked all the questions, Jono. And like you're you're somebody that I enjoy the energy that you're you're putting out there. And like you're you're just a good dude, as your audience knows. Now, I do have a challenge for your audience. Ooh. I do this anytime I speak on a podcast, anytime I speak on stage, I call it my implementation alarm challenge. So if you're listening on your phone, there's probably an alarm on there. I want you to set that alarm for 24 hours from right now because you probably had an idea that popped into your brain region while Jono and I were talking. What I want you to do before that alarm goes off, take some sort of action in line with that idea. So if you were like, I want to start doing coaching style episodes, then an action step that you could do in the next 24 hours, listen to one of my coaching episodes on my show or sign up for a podcast audit, but just knock over the first domino to create a chain reaction. You don't have to solve the problem. You have to do everything. But in the next 24 hours, take action that's in line with that idea because I want you to be an implementer and not just a passive podcast listener anymore because that's how we get results. So that is the implementation alarm challenge, Jono. Well, I just set my alarm for 24 hours and it's going to be to do one of those coaching calls. So everyone listening to this, you can keep me accountable. If you don't hear a, a coaching episode in the next couple of weeks, feel free to, uh, you know, send me, feel free to nice. volunteer yourself. Um, or alternatively, feel free to give me a kick up the butt for not doing it. Um, Adam, all right. Thank you very much for your time and we'll be in touch. All right. Thanks, Jono. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show. <laughs> 